The Toby Gribbon Show. Highlights. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. John McDonough is a singer-songwriter from Austin, Texas, who's with us here just now. How are you doing? I'm great, thanks. Thanks for having me. Now, your song that you've got out at the moment is called Planes Fly Too Low. So can you just tell us a little bit about that song and what the basic idea of it is? Sure. Well, actually, you know, this is a... It's a it's a song that came about in a unique and interesting way for me hmm. uh, because basically it came from dreams. Literally, uh, hmm. I was having a bunch of crazy dreams and I wrote them down hmm. and uh, I found a theme in them. And uh, there was a bunch of cool imagery in the dreams and I found a consistent theme. And so I put it together into this story. And, uh, and that's how the song came about. And so, and like I said, normally I write about very specific things. It's, it, it doesn't work like that for me. So this was a unique experience. But overall, I think the song uh, ended up being about, um, you know, just being yourself and uh, yeah. being who you truly are. And the idea of planes flying too low, is that a bit of a metaphor then? It is. And it's another, it's, a, it's a, from another... Uh, imagery from the song uh i mean from my dreams but uh it is it's about the, it's a you know it's about if you're not uh, it's a metaphor for the dangers of not being yourself you know yeah. trying to uh trying to risk uh and and to be something you're not you know so uh um yeah so that's sort of where it came from how have you how do you like the song yes i like it it's very much a nice pleasant listen unlike a lot of the guests i sometimes have on the show i enjoyed this song (laughs) i'm glad you did (laughs) yeah and how would you describe that kind of genre that it has? Is it kind of acoustic pop? I'm not really sure where that kind of falls. God, you know, I'm the same way as you. Uh, yeah. I always, you know, I always call myself, and and this song too. I I I always say at heart I'm a singer songwriter, but I'd also yeah. say you know it could be acoustic pop. It could also be like folk rock, mm. uh, because it's it's a it's a little bit more peppy, I would say, than just sort of typical. Um, you know, sort of mellow singer songwriter type stuff. So uh, I, I I sort of like folk rock because that sort of gives a good impression that it's it's got a little more oomph to it. You know. Yes. And how long did the song take you to write then, from start to finish? Um, oh boy, let me think. Um, 
not too long, actually. You know, I sort of came up with the chorus. I was just fiddling around with the guitar and sort of singing to some things. And yeah. and and the the chorus, the planes fly too low. That just sort of uh, came out of nowhere. And um, and so I sort and I I was like, oh, I like this. And so then I started adding to it. And um, and then so I would say the initial song came about pretty quickly, but. I did. I did spend a fair amount of time tweaking it. To the bridge uh, is one of my favorite sections of the song, and um, it took a little work to get it just how I wanted it. Yeah, and I suppose because it's mainly an acoustic song, is it sort of easier to produce because there's less stuff it's going to strip down? You know, that's such a that's such a good question because it can go either way. Yeah. Sometimes, um, you know. Sometimes an acoustic song, it, it is easier because there's just less to worry about. Yeah. But then sometimes, um, you know, it, it, when there's when there's not uh, a lot going on and you want to add some stuff to it, but you want to keep it stripped down, it can be yeah. really hard to figure out what to add and what's appropriate. Mm -hmm. And so it can go either way. This... Um, I'm proud because this, this new CD I just came out with, Second Chances, which is an acoustic CD. Um, you know, all the songs came together pretty easily. And that told me that the songs were good. Yeah. Normally, normally if, if a song is good, the parts will sort of fall into place easily. Yeah. And when a song has problems and when you're really fighting to try to make a song work in the studio to me that's always a big red flag like okay something's wrong with the song <laughs> and so in this case the parts all came um came together pretty quickly and easily so yeah in this case i would say being stripped down made it a little bit easier yeah and this pandemic we're in at the moment have you had to kind of record it and produce it from your own house so perhaps the acousticness is also made that a bit easier L luckily um so this pandemic you know for like for everyone it's yeah. caused a lot of big changes and um so I actually, I was living in Austin, Texas for 25 years, and I actually, um, about nine months ago, moved to the Chicago area, mm. and that's where my family lives. And, uh, and I've had a, um, a longtime friend and producer in Austin who has his own recording studio where I've recorded my last several CDs. Yeah. And luckily, I was able to get into the studio with him and make the CD right before I moved. Yeah. So, um, so no, I didn't have to do it at home. I did it like in his studio, like I would any other CD. Yeah. I just, uh, I just was very strict with him when I went in there because he's fantastic. And of course, you know, we, I, we all, we both know many musicians in Austin who are fantastic. Yeah. And so it's easy to sort of be like, oh, let's try this. Let's try that. But I went in, I was very strict. I was like, we're only going to have two acoustic guitars, two vocals and, and a string section. And that's it, you know. So we have very specific guidelines, and um, and so yeah, that helped to make it go a little bit easier, also. Yeah, and it's interesting that you say CD. Does that mean that you like to keep your music released in a physical format, whereas some people seem to only do it online and Spotify these days? Yes, you know, <laughs> I'm a bit older, and so I yeah. still hold on to that, you know, like. Uh, uh, I like the physical hard copy. I enjoy creating the artwork. I have a person that does it, but I, you know, get involved with it. Yeah. Um, you know, I enjoy. 
One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At bluenile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Having something physical to give to people like family or close friends or good fans, you know, I mean, I understand yeah. I understand most people at this point just listen to it online or download it. Um but but like when it comes to I still like to be able to give hard copies to people. Yeah. And um, and also I still believe in like, you know, I like to create a, a body of work that sort of, you know, like works on its own. You know, like yeah. I, I understand people are releasing just a song here and a song there. But I don't know. For me, I still enjoy having like a CD that is uh coherent and if you record a cd together all at you know one stretch and it has a certain theme to it and use certain musicians it will have a certain sound and you know i like that and if you do just a song after song after song you know everything it's it's not as um cohesive as a as a cd in my opinion yeah and i suppose it's just like books people want to have a physical copy and that way they can say that they own it as well it's great to be able to say you own an album that you like rather than just having it in the same way that everyone else does online (laughs) exactly and and you know like i just played a gig last night and um uh, there were some people that um you know they were like um boy you know they were like i don't even have a cd player anymore which is true for a lot of people but then there are some people that like they wanted to buy and they wanted me to autograph it so you know it's it's uh so that's part of it too to be able to autograph it and make it make it a little bit more personal for people yeah absolutely and i suppose vinyls coming back in a way so people seem to be still appreciating these old school physical things 
Yes. And, and, you know, and, and vinyl is very nostalgic and, yeah. um, and it is coming back in a big way. I have not done that yet. Um, yeah. but I've, I've wanted to, but I just, I, I felt like I, uh, most of the people, most of my fan base, I don't think would buy vinyl. It's more of a younger yeah. fan base. And yeah. so I feel like I would, uh, I would, I would create like 2000 vinyl albums and then they'd be sitting in my closet for the next 20 years. You know, so, <laughs> so I haven't done that yet, but I would love to, because of course, when I was a kid, that's, I bought vinyl and you know, it's yeah. very nostalgic for me too. Mm. It's interesting that there's a younger fan base that pick the vinyl because then they would have never grown up with it. So it's weird that they want it now. It means that it's not a nostalgic thing, I guess. I agree a hundred percent. It is very strange. It's it's sort of like the it's the hipsters. I don't know if you have hipsters yeah. in England. <laughs> oh yeah. But you know <laughs> but you know, we have hipsters here and they're the ones who are major the main vinyl buyers. And yeah. um and it is interesting that they are the, the yeah, I agree with you 100%. Yeah, absolutely. So how did you first get interested in making music originally then? I always loved to sing. Even as a kid, I, I always I always joke, uh, I don't know how my parents put up with me because I would, I would crank my stereo as loud as it would go and I would sing along as loud as I could sing. And, yeah. um, and I just always loved to sing. And... And music always just moved me, even as a really young kid. Mm. And, uh, and then when I was about 13, 12 or 13, I started taking guitar lessons so I could uh, actually accompany myself and not just have to sing along to the stereo. Yeah. And, um, and so that's how it started. And I was a big tennis player in high school and college. So oh. it took me a while to get to fully commit to music. Mm. But in college, I, uh, I realized... I was never going to reach my goals of being a professional tennis player. Yeah. And so that's when I sort of, I stopped playing tennis and, um, and I started putting all my effort into music. Yeah, absolutely. And have you been watching Wimbledon? How big is that in the US? It's, uh, it's, it's big. And I yeah. was watching it. Um, yeah. I did not watch, uh, I mean, I did not watch all of it, but I did watch it. And, and I try to watch, um, I like watching the historic matches, you know, when yeah. players are about to tie a record or break a record. And so oh. I definitely watched the final yesterday. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And that was exciting. It was exciting. And I like Novak Djokovic. So I was happy yeah. he won. I'm, I'm happy to see him doing so well. I mean, I like Federer and Nadal, too. So it's uh, it's it's an incredible time for tennis. Who would have thought, right? Yeah. <laughs> Did you uh, are are you close to Wimbledon? Were you able to go at all? No, I haven't been this year. I went a few years, well, probably six years ago now. Uh -huh. and it's kind of exciting just to be there. I suppose it's one of these places that you see it on the telly, and then you're actually there, and it's like, whoa, I'm in the telly. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I I um I was in London, boy, about eight years ago, and it was yeah. uh, I think it was in November maybe October, but I, I did, I went to um, Wimbledon and did a tour. Obviously the tournament was not going on, but I got to go see the grounds, which was so fantastic. So I can only imagine the excitement when the tournament's actually going on. Yeah. Oh yeah. And it's weird because super famous tennis players are just kind of walking around as well. Right. Right. Just, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It's, I mean, I, I it's, it's such a beautiful site and there's so much history. I mean, 
uh, it's hard not to get caught up in it when you're there, even if you're not a tennis fan. Yeah, absolutely. Well, where are we able to check out all the music that you have released so far (laughs) if we're able to have a little listen? Yes. So this is what I've done to make it easy on people because my name is John McDonough and I realize that's a bit of a handful and hard to Mm. spell. But I I started a Twitter account and it's simply John M Live. So J-O-H-N-M Live. And if you go there, the very first tweet is a pinned tweet and it's got links to my website, um, links to YouTube, Facebook, all my stuff. And so that makes it easy. So if you just go to John M Live, you can then go wherever you want and go to, like I said, you can go to my uh, YouTube channel, Facebook, and you can listen to all my music that way. Yeah. Or my website. Yeah. And I'm on Spotify and I'm on Apple Music and all that good stuff too. Yeah. Great. Well, thank you very much for joining us today. It's been great having you here. Thanks. Yeah, it was a pleasure. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. The Toby Gribben Show!